Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And then we all bowed down to Texas from the Texas. And I'll never forgive Texas for the what they did to dismantle the Big 12. We all kowtowed to Texas like they were some like you know white knight riding in. And we had to do everything that Texas wanted or we Everybody wouldn't be able to, to survive. Everybody wanted to blame Nebraska. Nebraska yeah. was like, we're not doing this anymore. Right. Texas is a bully. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they are a legit bully. They win nothing and they bully people. Yeah. And they bully people because they don't win. And so the only way that they can feel good about themselves is bullying everybody else. Screw Texas. Enjoy the SEC and don't let the door the Big 12 hits you on the ass on the way out. Go K-State. All right, this comes from uh, one of our former colleagues, uh, a gentleman by the name of Chris Tenpenny. Mm -hmm. Wasn't here very long. Good dude. Um, I think uh, family took a job. Wife took a job. Well, he married a doctor, so he's like, he can't work in radio here. We're like, you got to go, man. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a great job. You got to go. But good dude, smart dude, and he, he tweets this out. And I love it. I was like, wow. This is I, a really wish, good idea. Yeah. Wish I didn't need I didn't need to think of it. I wish the NFL would have thought of it. He tweets, this would have pissed Chiefs fans off, but inside the resolution for the week 17, it could have included should Buffalo and Cincinnati meet in the playoffs, the game will be at a neutral site. The winner would proceed as if they had won week 17. Mm-hmm. Like, we just moved week 17 to here, and if Buffalo wins, they get home field in the AFC Championship game, should they get there, right? Yeah. As the, we would have been the number one seed. Mm -hmm. If Cincinnati wins, well, it really doesn't help them. Right. They would have, they would have, might have made Cincinnati fans more angry. They're already angry about the coin flip. Mm -hmm. They might have been really angry if they had to play a neutral site game this weekend. Right. But that could have been a way to resolve week 17. Yeah, I, I been, like I, the idea. And he says it would have made Chiefs fans mad. No, I think it, I, I would have rather had that the result. Whoever wins that game, okay, let's play at that home field. I'd rather play at a home field next, right. next week if there is a next week. Yeah, That's what? where I'm at. I'd rather play at a home field than a neutral site field. And if it means going to Buffalo, kind of so be it. I, I think I, I don't want neutral site championship games. This, to me, would have been a nice way you play for it Mm -hmm. you play for it for buffalo you have an opportunity to get this game back you didn't get maybe cincinnati's the one that cries on this one and i can't say i'm blaming them and from a chiefs perspective i'd i'd rather go to buffalo than play in atlanta right i just would i I think atlanta's going to be a a bad neutral site it's going to play just fine the nfl's going to love it i i don't want the nfl to love it and they're going to love it well, here, here's <clears throat> excuse me where I think about. I this wouldn't have one. played. I wouldn't have played this one though at a neutral side. I would have. The only tweak I would have made is Cincinnati gets this home game, but Buffalo has the opportunity to play for their home field. Oh, you, oh, you this would have week. moved this game just to Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't. I don't. Eh, whatever. I don't know about that. I, I. I would keep this game in Buffalo right now, but I would definitely. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In Buffalo. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I wouldn't have moved it to neutral side. I'm no, sorry. No. No. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking that the original week 17 was in Cincinnati. No, Buffalo, Buffalo earned this game. Right. They would have an opportunity to earn the next game. Right. Absolutely. Um, Cincinnati had nothing, kind of nothing to play for here. 
but Buffalo could have made up for the fact that they had a really good chance to be the number one. Uh, other than the Super Bowl, there should never be a neutral site postseason game you. in the NFL. We, you know, no other sports league in the professional sports ranks takes their games away in the postseason from their fan bases. We've established that. Every other league plays their biggest games at home under the biggest stage. The NFL is the only one that moves the Super Bowl out. Look, that's a different beast in and of itself. It's completely different than anything that we've ever seen uh, or heard from before. But I don't want this, this AFC neutral site championship game to be something that the NFL looks at and goes, oh, okay, I kind of like this neutral site championship game. This is the way we're going to do it. And so I, I agree with what Chris said there in his tweet. I would rather play this game in Buffalo, New York, than play this game in Atlanta, Georgia. Because when I was in college, Josh, and I don't remember much from the four years at the University of Kansas, but I do remember that uh, I had a, a journalism ethics class, shockingly enough, right? Journalism ethics. And one of the things that I took away, and the only thing that I still remember from that class is, is this the greatest good for the greatest number of people? And is playing this game at a neutral site the greatest thing for the greatest number of people? Or is it playing it in Buffalo the greatest thing for the greatest number of people? Playing it in Buffalo is the greatest thing for the greatest number of people because eventually everybody for the most part except like maybe Houston Texan fans will have to deal with the opportunity of hosting one of these championship games over the next umpteen years you want to have that game in your city whether it's Buffalo or Cincinnati or Kansas City or whoever the case may be you want that game in your city you start moving these games little by little inch by inch to these neutral site venues the league starts liking them and then maybe they go every third year to the neutral site then every other year and then all of a sudden you realize every year these games are at, at neutral sites. You're taking that away from the fans. And I, I can't remember who I was talking to, you know, over the weekend about what the NFL is doing right now, but we were having the conversation of they're forgetting their roots. They are absolutely 100% forgetting their roots. This was a sport that was built on the backs of fans and doing everything for the fans and involving the fan and the fan, the fan, the fan. I don't know how many fans can continually uh, afford to pay for every playoff game being on the road at a neutral site, you take the fan aspect out of it and you're losing your way when you do something like that. That's why I would rather play this game in Buffalo than to play it in Atlanta because it's one more thing that they're taking away from the fans. It costs enough to go to the game at Arrowhead for the price of a ticket. And then you're tacking on travel and expenses on the road to do something like that. The more you do this kind of stuff, the less uh, you are relatable to your true fan base, and that's the average working guy. We're all average working guys and gals that love football, and you continue to take things away from us and to continue to give it to the corporate muckety-mucks because it's all about the dollars. Eventually, you're going to lose your fan base, and then the corporate muckety-mucks are going to go, there's not a lot of people watching this league anymore. We're not paying, and so then you've cut your nose off the spite your face. It is a bad decision by the NFL, and I love Chris's decision. The winner of this game, let's see what happens. If Buffalo wins, they got home field for the champion. I I hope they take the fans more in consideration than I believe they do. But if nothing else, I can count on like the teams shouldn't be happy about this either. No, they're not. You know, the Chiefs abstain from the vote. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, I was told secondhand where the, the meeting was quote unquote an S show. Oh, I was told the same thing right? by somebody you else. Heard too. Somebody I, else like, same, I, I the, heard the it same was, term yeah. just popped up a couple times. Yeah. Uh, the, the teams should not want this. Right. You should provide the teams the opportunity to be able to host one of these games, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Houston Texans, maybe aside. <laughs> Why are they a punching bag? I have no idea. The teams were the ones we that are need the to, Colts too. Are going to need to to step up and go, no, we want we want these games on our home soil. Right. 
And that's the best option. I would love to say it's you, the fan that matters the most. It's not, it's, 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 it's what they believe and what they want. And so if the teams want to stay in these venues, then there's a chance. And I hope that that's the case. Yeah. And, and, and I'm looking at our text line right now from the seven, eight, five, you're assuming this will be the way of the future. Maybe the NFL won't be selfish. I've been told I this is what they want. They I, want too I think many Super Bowls a, and one big Super Bowl every year. I think there will be a push for it. Yeah. No, like, there's going to be a huge push like for it. Like there's been yeah. pushes for this is this is international series and this is expanding right. those types of things and they kind of just slowly push it, push it, push it, and then it happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid it's going to happen. I don't want it to. Yeah, I, I don't want it to as well. From the text line eight one six, what would this? What would Jerry Jones be doing if this was in the NFC and his opportunity to host a championship game at Jerry World went away because of something like Again, this? He'd be I raising hope, hell. I hope he does. Yeah, that's exactly what we need to have happen. Right, we do. We need the owners to say no, 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 no. This we is want a paycheck this game we at want. home. Yeah, or they can look at it and go, well, my team stinks. At least I can get one thirty second of you know, <laughs> or whatever it is going to be of the money that you know comes in from a neutral site game. Maybe they look at it that way, but. You can't look at it that way. You can't look at money in this one. And, and, and the same thing goes, you know, for Jerome Tang. Yeah, you're going to look at money, and, and that Texas money may be greater than K-State money, but where can you be longer? Where can you have more sustained success? Where will you be loved? Manhattan, Kansas. And that's the same for the NFL. Yeah, the money may be here in the short term, but are you chasing short-term dollars to hurt the long-term dollars? And I, I do. I believe that they are chasing short-term dollars with this idea as opposed to focusing on how it could benefit and impact the long-term dollars and the long-term fans and all of this our nfl playoff coverage brought to you by metro ford visit the inventory online at metro the chiefs avoided ref carl cheffers the bills did not next fesco in the morning brought to you by rayner garage doors of kansas city liftmaster has patented myq technology it's no wonder liftmaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener find us at raynerkc.com 610 sports radio selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Prime is going to join us at 7.30 for the weekly visit ahead of uh, Chiefs and Jags, which, of course, comes your way Saturday, 3.30 on 106.5. The Wolf pregame coverage gets underway at noon on Saturday. The Chiefs did avoid uh, Carl Cheffers, the infamous referee. The, uh, the Bills did not, and I guess that's good news for the Bills. Uh, Carl Cheffers will be on Bengals Bills, the Chiefs get referee Sean Hockley's crew. And this is a shame that we have to talk about this, though. It really is like it it really is truly a shame. That's the word I'm going to use. A shame that we're sitting here talking about which referees are doing which games. Why can't we just go back to the days where you didn't know who the referees were and they just showed up and made a couple of calls and went about their day? But this Carl Cheffers, as soon as everybody saw it yesterday on social media, everybody goes, all right, we'll see you at the neutral site because he's a Bills honk. I, I, I saw a tweet. Again, I don't know if the numbers match up, but I like them, so I'll use them anyway, from Dad Bod Tease on Twitter that said the Bills are 6-1 and one with Carl Cheffers and the Bengals are like 1-2 and two over the last five years or something like that. So clearly the numbers go out there in favor, if that's true, Carl Cheffers as a Bills fan going out there and taking care of business to make sure the NFL gets its neutral site game. Don't be surprised, guys. I'm going to tell you right now, don't be surprised when you're sitting there on Sunday watching the Bills sure, hate and, watching and, this game, and Bengals. We? You're going to be watching for every flag. You're going to be watching the referees maybe more so than the games, and there will be a bad, bad, bad roughing the passer call on Josh Allen that's going to kill a third and eight incomplete pass and give them a first down. Just like we saw last night, that bad roughing the passer penalty that they called in the game last night where everybody went, oh my God, that was a terrible call. And the, and, and the game before, uh, or the, the giant Viking game, there was a terrible roughing the passer penalty called in that game. This is how the league works to keep these games close and kind of try to dictate the outcomes. They have referees make these roughing the passer penalties now, Josh, the, the, that, that's a garden variety penalty. Just throw your flag if somebody looks at the quarterback and that's how you can get in there and kind of change the outcome of this kind of stuff. So just watch Carl Cheffers, man. I promise you there's going to be a bad roughing the passer penalty on the Cincinnati Bengals in the third or fourth quarter that, that takes a third and eight incomplete pass in a close ball game and gives them 15 yards, automatic first down. Buffalo goes down the field, scores a touchdown. They win. See you in Atlanta. Mm. 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 Yeah, I don't like it, but I'd prefer, I'm just speaking from experience. I prefer he's on their game. <laughs> no, because, because Cincinnati doesn't stand a chance. I, I know, but I'd rather, hey, are, are the Chiefs going to be in that game? Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, are, is there a better chance the Chiefs are there in that game if they don't have Carl Cheffers refereeing this weekend? Oh, this weekend, yes. Yes, okay. But you know he's so showing fine. up to Atlanta. Like, the so, guy's moved in down so that's, there. That, that, that's fine. At least he's there. He can't hurt you. Okay. He might be able to help them. He can't hurt you. Right. Well, they don't want Jacksonville down there. They really don't. They don't want Jacksonville in a championship game right now. They're not ready for that. Well, they're not going down there. Jacksonville right. would go to Buffalo. To Buffalo, yeah, yeah. right. But they, but they want the neutral site game. So they know Kansas City's probably going to beat Jacksonville. They got to make sure Buffalo gets I there. I think that's maybe their preference. Also, but he's not our problem this week, which is good. Mm-hmm. 
I hope he's never our problem. Well, and, again. and I hope I hope he's our problem, which means the Chiefs have won on Saturday. That's right. Because because if the Chiefs don't win on Saturday, I ain't watching that game Sunday. So right. if the Chiefs lose on Saturday, yeah. oh yeah, I'm out. For you know the rest what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I won't be hate watching Carl Jeffers. No, I, I want Sunday be, will not be. A, I know. want to be hate watching Carl Jeffers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to be tracking his penalties on yeah. Sunday, yeah. and I will. Oh boy, there's gonna be so many couch refs if that. Oh well, play on w- w- Sunday, it, it'd be it, great. It, it, there, there'll be a fa- like. What didn't Carl Cheffers call that holding penalty against Travis Kelsey against Pittsburgh? That was a phantom holding penalty at the end of that game. That's why when, when Travis Kelsey said he couldn't work at Foot Locker, that's kind of what started this whole thing. That phantom hold, not, not on Kelsey, on, on Aaron, Aaron Fisher. Fisher I mean, but yeah. yeah, but the Kelsey's the one that spoke out about but, it. But yeah. Kelsey was the one who spoke out about it. You know, rip, ripped him a new one for that. We made him cry earlier this year. He ref that Super Bowl game where we lost to to Tampa. Like like Carl Cheffers like legit sucks there. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. There's just no other way to say, Oh yeah. Carl Cheffers is calling this game. Oh, oh. look at the games that the chiefs have been involved in when Carl Cheffers refs, there's always something controversial that happens. And if he's still mad because Travis Kelsey said he couldn't work at foot locker, do better at your job, do better at your job. And you want to have people going off on you like that. I mean, that's the thing, man. Like it, it's to the point where everybody's over this. Everybody's tired of it. I don't know if you saw, after um, the regular season, the story came out over the weekend about how the referees are really being scrutinized in that Green Bay game. And, and you know, they're really getting a look-see by the NFL because they were not good in that game. You can't have I, – I don't care about human elements. Like, this is the playoffs. You can't have refs going out there and being determining factors in games that are close like these are in the postseason. And you and I have never been blamed the ref stuff, but the evidence is here with this Cheffers guy. He He sucks. There's no foul in the play for a block in the back. Timeout. Mm. <laughs> That's gonna get that one's gonna get me every single Oh, it's great. Time. Yeah. This offseason's quarterback shuffle is gonna be just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Jacoby Brissett's available. <laughs> I did see that. No, that doesn't no one's coveting that. Uh, Tom Brady's ESPN Network, NFL Network, sure is. Tom Brady's going to be fascinating to to watch, unless he just retires, you yeah. know, retires like in a week, and that'll be boring. Yeah, it'd be boring. Don't I, I want the shopping to different teams. Lamar Jackson is going to be uh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. I don't like though that like Lamar just needs to speak like overtly. Like, what is it you're asking for? Well, he did last week Tell when he laid it. out the injury. Well, yeah, I suppose in that regard. So he goes to social media because that's what you do well, on yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. When you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't like, neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it. Because when you take care of something good, that good thing takes care of you too. Funny, I said the same thing to Spectre the other day. Why? Why do you have to like just kind of just kind of weave some stuff? Tell them what it is. Yeah. You want me or not? You want me or not? Baltimore, do you want any up? Here's my dollars. Mm-hmm. This is it. Do you want me or not? Otherwise, I'm going to, I guess you can franchise tag me, but right. I'm, going, I'm, I'm going to search for another team. Like, what are we doing here? If you're like, if, just lay it out sometimes as opposed to like, it's almost, it's almost like passive aggressive Instagram there. Well, it is like, just tell them what the deal is. Here's our number. What's your number. Are we going to agree? If we're not, let's part ways. Right. 
but I heard that they're going to give him the 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 non-exclusive franchise tag, which means they can franchise him. He can negotiate with other teams, and then if another team takes him, you give up two first-round draft picks for him. If you're the Jets, that's probably something I would consider doing right about I, now. I think you that need this one has the opportunity to not be too much of a price right. for somebody. Yeah, I don't think two first-round So first go ahead picks. and do that. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's a high price at all for Lamar Jackson. I think he brings what the Jets are missing right now. I think that's a great landing spot potentially for him. I just hate the tiptoeing. Like, let's go. Yeah. But I, I feel like that's a situation though, Josh, where and, and I say this and, and watch they'll end up coming to a long term deal in Baltimore. We'll all be happy. But I feel like feelings were really, really hurt in this, right? I, I do. And and I think Lamar from his standpoint probably feels like they didn't give him a fair offer for what he's been able to do with that franchise. Now, he hasn't had the postseason success, and so they can hang their hat on that, but he's been nothing short of phenomenal for the Baltimore Ravens. He he was the, He's the first real, true quarterback that they've had in Baltimore. I mean, Joe Flacco was okay. Trent Dilfer, yeah, you won a Super Bowl, but on the backs of that defense. Like, Lamar is the true superstar at quarterback that Baltimore has never had. You don't let superstar quarterbacks get away unless you're just a fool. And the Baltimore Ravens, to me, have never been a fool. They've been a great organization from the standpoint of acquiring talent and drafting and understanding what they're doing day-to-day, much like Brett Veach and the Chiefs are right now. Like, the Baltimore Ravens have been a legit model organization. You can't can't let Lamar Jackson walk out the door. He's just too good a player and too important to you to allow that to happen. Because if you let him go, what's that say to the rest of the team? Like, oh my God, you let Lamar go. None of us, none of us should feel any sense that this team should be loyal to us because they let Lamar go. And then you really set yourself back because now you're looking for a quarterback. I I think it's a bad look if they let Lamar go. Are they going to get a better quarterback than Lamar? I don't think the answer to that question is yes. So pay him. Right. You're going to have to live with some guarantees. Okay. I think, I think it's, I feel like it's worth it for them. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. It is. And, and that's the, that's the thing. And it might be, are worth they going to get somebody better? Probably not. No. And it might be worth it for another team to give up two firsts to get him as well. Yeah. A team like the jets that got the best defense in the NFL. That's a really legitimately a quarterback away, right? They're just a quarterback away from winning. You go get Lamar Jackson. You get Eric B in there as your assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator. Now, all of a sudden, the Jets are going to go, hmm, maybe they're going to knock off the Bills. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs insider. He was sitting on the couch. He's ready to get back to work. Chiefs and Jags coming up on Saturday. We'll talk to Pete next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Who's calling? I think it might be Pete. Pete, sweetie. Arrowhead Pride. Editor-in-Chief. Nothing signals Tuesday like the old number five bringing in one Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs Insider.
Good morning, hey, Good Pete. morning, guys. How are we doing? Good. It's all brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of 610 Sports Radio. Once at beginning, once at end? Uh, yeah, once no? at beginning, okay. once at No, I was okay. caught up in, in, okay. in the news that Byron Leftwich is going to be fired in, in Tampa when a year ago he was the hottest candidate for a head coaching job. This, this I, I could run <laughs> circles around NFL organizations when it comes to hiring people. Circles around so he these was. Posts. He was smart last year. Right. Now, dummy he's a, now. now he's now he's a dummy. Great. That's right. So he's going to be fired, it looks like, today. And Pittsburgh is clamoring to get him as their offensive coordinator. Mm. So anyway, that's kind of where we start today. But whew, what a weekend of uh, of super wild card games. I mean, I don't know about you. Last night made it to about halftime. That game was a big turd. But the, but the games before that wild card weekend was fantastic, Pete. I'm sure you sat and loathe, uh, sat around on the couch and just uh, lapped up all the charcuterie you could, right? <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a good weekend to to not have to really focus on on any game and sit back and relax. And you did end up getting a lot of good games. And the one last night, I, I thought if I, a lot of people coming into the weekend thought it might be one of the the better games, but the Cowboys were were able to take care of business. And and you saw, I, I think the the big thing for me was these seven two games were interesting. Where I, I think this is what the NFL wanted. Those first couple of years where they added the the seventh seed, you know, they haven't been a, a, as good. And so uh, I think this is what the NFL wants. They want any kind of upset to happen uh, on any given weekend of the playoffs. And you did see that a couple of times this weekend. They want all the upsets. They want eight playoff teams. All that stuff's coming. They want neutral sites. Yeah. I'm tired of what they want, Pete. Give us what we want. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm not a huge fan of the the seventh seed when it comes to how the the number two seed now doesn't get a buy because it feels like when you're one of the top two seeds in the conference, you you deserve to 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 be able to to get what the the one seed got just because I, I just think it's really tough to even be the two, uh, and we saw the Chiefs benefit from that in their their Super Bowl year. But the the NFL added two games to Wild Card Weekend, and you know if you can add games, that means you're adding revenue and that's always going to win out when you're the, the NFL. I'm going to appreciate, though, the one seed, though, Pete. That's the biggest advantage yeah, in, it is. in any sport. And it keeps the regular season intact. I mean, if if, if you have that one, one buy, it makes the regular season so important. And I think the NFL wants every game to matter in this league leading up to the end of the season. And so the one buy right now gives you that carrot. I don't know what they're going to do to, to keep that regular season meaningful once you move this thing to eight games because you, you can't do two teams getting a buy anymore. The math doesn't work out. You don't want to get four teams a buy. That waters it down. So I don't know what they're going to do to kind of keep that carrot out there, but I, I like the fact that now only one team gets it because it keeps, quote-unquote, and I hate saying this, the sanctity of the regular season intact. Well, it's great for the Chiefs that, that they were able to get it. I, I think even you know with some of the, the injuries, we've been waiting for McCole Hardman to come back uh, since week nine, but just generally speaking, the bumps and bruises and just being able to, to get guys off their feet and, you know, maybe there have been lingering things that don't necessarily always make the injury report, but have been bothering guys. So you come out fresh. And then of course, when you have Andy Reid, you're always welcoming a vibe just because of the, the success that he's had with an extra week of preparation. Pete Sweeney, Arrowhead Prider, 610 Sports Radio Chiefs Insider. You mentioned uh, McCole Hardman. Is that the one you're most waiting on this week. It feels like he's, well, he's around the team for many weeks. You thought this is the week. Maybe this is the week. Maybe this is the week. Um, is the the playoffs going to be the week for McColl? Yeah, I, I got to think this is the week. Then This is a team that could have kept him on injured reserve if they really felt like 
he wasn't going to be an asset, and they ended up bringing him back. So it's taken a couple of weeks now for them to, to actually play him in a game, but I, I got to imagine these final two weeks uh, provided him enough rest to, to be ready to go. And we're also looking at Frank Clark, who had a, a groin issue that, that last game, and Guy Moore, who had a, a lacerated hand. I know that Harrison Butcher was dealing with some back spasms, but just another another week to get all these guys right. And, and even, like I said, uh, and was referring to, you know, in that last question, even a guy like Kadarius Tony, who, who had dealt with a hamstring and maybe Joe Chuni with an ankle. Yeah, it seemed like they were okay, but the extra week just provides the, the Chiefs uh, a, a means to get everybody right. And they should be a, a full go, full fully 100% and fresh, whereas, you know, you had the Jaguars who had to, to really grind themselves with this miracle comeback the other night. I, I think that's an advantage, too. Well, you talk about the miracle comeback, Pete Sweeney, and I, I hope that's something that Andy Reid looked at on Saturday night and kind of changed his mindset a little bit. He's been the head coach for two of the biggest postseason collapses we've ever seen in Indianapolis and here last year against Cincinnati. I hope if the Chiefs are in a spot where the Chargers were the other night up 27 to nothing, Andy doesn't call off the dogs. We've seen where he has called off the dogs. He doesn't want to embarrass somebody, and it's come back and, and, and kind of bit him. How do we make sure that Andy keeps his foot on the gas and it doesn't matter? if it's 35 to nothing after the first quarter you still got to go full speed ahead and never never relent yeah you know sometimes you know when it when it's last year sure i mean it's in the rearview mirror but i i mean i think andy reed knows about what the what the Bengals were able to do but there there was any reminder needed uh, it was what happened on saturday with with the chargers being up 27 now a lot of people writing that game off and and were saying that that it was over uh, and I, I think there would have been, you know, on the on the Jacksonville side, if let's say Brandon Staley just tried to continue to pour it on, I'm sure that some people have been like, well, you know, isn't that enough? And there's no amount of points that that are enough in the in the postseason. I think we've seen that uh, a couple times here, you know, in, in, in Kansas City, where you, you just keep the, the, your foot on the gas. I mean, there's no um, let's save things for next week. I mean, I, I think it's it's selling yourself out to make sure you get that win. So even if you're up 27, even if you're up, what, what was it, 27-7 in the third quarter, I mean, you're continuing to, to try to score as many points as possible. Uh, and I, I think I think Reed and, and company, you know, they, they know that now last year was a, a hard lesson, but what a reminder right in your own division for Saturday for, you know, the team that's, that you're going to be playing to, to storm back. And um, that's something to remember about these Jaguars because I do think the Chiefs are a better football team. I do think they can get a lead like that. But there, there's no relenting when you're playing anybody at this time of year. Week 10, is there much you pull from, from that one yourself that, that stands out from that matchup heading into this one, or is it too far removed? Well, I, I think it was a, a game where it, it was a, a team in the Chiefs who were better than the Jaguars, and I think they were just really strong about playing balanced football. And I, I continue to think that when the Chiefs – offense is best it's when they're spreading the football around right now with, with Patrick Mahomes and then making sure that they continue to run the ball like we saw with Isaiah Pacheco that was actually the third game that Isaiah Pacheco was named the starter and really the game they leaned into him and he was able to get over 80 yards he just never really felt like that game in particular was out of hand I think there were one or two moments where you said okay maybe the Jackson get into it here uh, and then the Chiefs were able to to you know get take back control and you really felt like um, they had the game at hand, and I, I think a big part of that is that that balanced offense. And, and I think you continue to hope that the defense plays well. The defense was playing well finally at the end of the year. Um, and again, this will be a challenge. I mean, it's a lesser known uh, name, guys. When you know you talk about Christian Kirk and then Evan and Ingram and Travis Etienne, guys who are 
in a way breaking out themselves. But uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good offense and, and one that, if you're not careful, could stick with the Chiefs. So I think it's just taking care of the football and playing balance. Talking with Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride here on 610 Sports Radio throughout all of this while the Chiefs are preparing for these games. Obviously, the uh, the coaching carousel is spinning right away. It looks like Byron Leftwich is potentially out now in Tampa. Eric Bieniemy is a free agent at the end of this season. Where does he end up next year? Yeah, I wouldn't be stunned if, if he, he goes to another team, in, you know, maybe with a, a defensive head coach. I know that uh, Tennessee – uh, has been out there and been connected to both the enemy and, and Matt Nagy. And I'm wondering if, if this is the year the enemy says, all right, let me get away from what is the Andy Reid umbrella. And let it, let me make it very clear that, you know, I'm running the offense and I'm coming up with the offensive game plan. And I'm the final say on the 51% that he, he likes to talk about, because there has been some kind of hold up here with uh, giving the enemy his opportunity, regardless of being the offensive coordinator for Patrick Mahomes since 2018. And so I just think making it very clear, not only you know, through words, okay, EB's involved in the offensive process, but through action in the sense that then there's nobody else. You know, Andy Reid's not with Eric anymore. It's definitely Eric and, and what he, he wants to do and his plans. You know, and if that were to be a case where it be you know, Tennessee or elsewhere, I think he could finally have an opportunity to prove himself. And I don't think it would really take that long to, to get a head coach position uh, if he was able to show, okay, uh, I'm away from Mahomes. I'm away from Reed. Look at my top 10 offense. You know, I, I kind of told you guys here, uh, and I think maybe owners would start to lean in. Again, this is just a theory. Uh, you know, we, we've thought for a while that, that he'd be uh, a candidate and a good candidate, um, even despite having to, to work with Andy Reed. Um, and so I, I think you're, you're at a point where you're trying something new uh, in a sense. And so I wonder if he finally ends up elsewhere but in a coordinated position and hopefully that's a, a short-term thing for see i i think the jets make the most sense for him and this is my theory you you go to the jets and, and even tennessee can fall into this category as well both of those coaches are clearly now in the hot seat they had to fire their coaching staffs so when you have to do that you're one step away from being fired yourself you go to the jets or tennessee things aren't going so well earlier in the year then eric Bieniemy becomes that interim head coach and has the opportunity to truly lead a program and show if he can be a true head coach in the national football league and get that on the job training so I, I think the Jets make a lot of sense for him I know they still need to go I out and get a quarterback but they've got a great offense and a phenomenal defense pick a team where the guy's out well yeah absolutely <laughs> that I mean that that's his best like staying here is not working for him to get a head coaching job right I think we've all established that it's not working here so go somewhere where they may right. bounce a guy mid-season and he can take over and show everybody what he can do I mean I, I I'm I'm with you I'd love to just see him get any opportunity but i mean two years in a row now we saw rich Passaccia lead the raiders to the playoffs and steve wilkes turn a panthers who had just traded away their all world running back and, and led them to a possible playoff berth and doesn't look like these guys are going to be the choices with the raiders going with josh mcdaniels and carolina they I believe they're set to well, the raiders are John. stupid though i mean you're, you're you're talking about you know moronic things when you when you, you you know you cite the raiders there because they they were dumb not to hire rich Basaccia. i mean that was just stupid with the way that he held that team together last year that was brilliant I mean, he should have been coach of the year i mean you had a player kill somebody the whole thing with gruden i mean it was a mess and he takes him to the playoffs like they should have given him a blank check last year yeah, I think I'm just combating the interim thing because for whatever rhyme or reason, it doesn't seem like the interim coach ever really gets a, a, a bid. It seems like the owner wants to go a lot of times with, with a hot name. The best interim coach right now, it seems like, is Jeff Saturday, who went 1-7. and seven. 
So you can't really figure out these owners, uh, right. in my opinion. And Carolina's 7-10. and 10. It's not exactly like they're screaming, oh, my. And we saw the interim thing happen here. They beat the Packers, and everybody wanted Romeo Cornell. Quite honestly, nobody else would take the job at that point in time. So <laughs> so Romeo had the opportunity to get it because, well, there weren't any, nobody was begging for that job at the time. So he got it, and we know how that ended up working out. Not well here in Kansas City. So I, I, I understand what you're saying with that interim thing, but that may be the way that he gets that opportunity to show maybe somebody else that he can truly be a head coach because Pete I mean the guy's interviewed 16 times with 15 teams I mean if you I'm him like I, everybody knows him yeah I, I feel like if I'm him I want to go somewhere where I think the coach is going to get fired and, and I would work that into my contract if you you know you bounce this guy I'm, I get to be the interim head coach well I think the only option with him going for an offensive coordinator position would be a defensive head coach too uh, and so Maybe it is a situation where where it's unlikely the head coach stays, and, and maybe it's just a, a better team, a good team that maybe can make the playoffs with a defensive head coach, where people know you're the offense, top offensive guy. Like even here in Kansas City, like uh, as much as we say this is Andy Reid's offense, yeah, that, that's true. And I don't think Andy Reid is involved so much in in the defense other than in the general concepts. Like, I think he really lets Steve Spagnuolo do his thing, almost like a defensive head coach. So. Eric Bieniemy uh, sort of needs an opportunity on the opposite side of that, I think, to to really prove himself. And and we don't know. I mean, we we haven't been in the rooms. We're not really sure what ha- what's happening. But hopefully, that kind of situation would finally get him over the hump. Hopefully, it matters to, to the Chiefs. But on the uh, the other side, what are you thinking, uh, Bills Bengals? I like Cincinnati. I'm not. I'm not feeling so great about some of the offensive line issues injury wise that, that the Bengals are having going so into that bad. game. I just, I just tend to think that uh, they'll find a way. I mean, I, I know that, that Buffalo is at home and has that advantage and who knows about all how fair everything has been. Um, I, I, I tend to think Cincinnati uh, has the, the team that, that for me is at the end of the year was, was playing a little bit better. I feel like Buffalo um, I, I know that you know they have a lot to play for now with this whole team destiny thing and, and the whole uh, Hamlin storyline, but I just feel like they were a better football team at the beginning of the year, and they haven't really been the same since uh, Josh Allen, you know, they tweaked his elbow or whatever it was. I, I just think he hasn't been the same quarterback where I felt like Joe Burrow and that, that team was turning it on a little bit more at the end of the year. And so I'm, I like Cincinnati, but I, I, you know, again, like we thought we were getting on that Monday night before everything happened, this, this should be one of the better contests of the year when it comes to, you know, two elite teams going at each other. So uh, hopefully this is a situation in Kansas City, right, where uh, they take care of business on, on Saturday and you're just awaiting your opponent. That's the plan. Pete, enjoy the, the weekend. We'll continue to follow your coverage, of course, at Arrowhead Pride. Very good. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs Insider. All brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of 610 Sports Radio. I may be biased. I'm from Iowa. You like loose meat? I feel like Jeopardy had dummies the other day. No, they did. You're, it's not an okay. Iowa thing. Right. They we'll, had idiots. We'll discuss that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 7.30, 610 Sports Radio. I was
No, I don't think I would Is this go. Strange Cal. Yeah. Yes. I don't. I don't think I'd go on and kick butt on Jeopardy or anything. I'd have to be like you. You do all right on Teen Jeopardy. I think you'd be able to get a couple of like, those questions. Like right? uh, like uh, Cliff Clavin on the Cheers episode where he gets all the topics in his wheelhouse. Yeah. You know. You know. I think you'd be more like or the random, Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. Yeah. Saturday Night Live or random. Your mother Trebek. Random athletes. You know. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Just stay away from potpourri. Beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love when the sports category comes on because I'm pretty good at that. I can, but I can't get anything else. And you know that they, the sports categories become like the, uh, the let's kick a field goal person at the, at the uh, national championship game or something. They bring out the least athletic person they could find and try to kick a field goal. Although they've mm-hmm. dummied it down now. Kind of like the, that guy Dallas rolled out that, last night. Yeah. Yes, that's how he got it. Do you think he could win the $10,000 from Diet Dr. Pepper? No chance. No chance. Although they've dummied that up, too, where they're not even passing it through that can anymore. They're just, you know. Yeah. Well, they they figured out an end around on that. Yeah, so they've got the work around on that one. You saw that Gronk's going to kick a field goal during the Super Bowl, right? Would you rather have him kick or that jackass from last night? Yeah, I would, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy stunk last well, night. I didn't check. Was Justin Reed tweeting last night? Because he should have been. Oh, he should have been. Should've I could make that yeah, kick. Yeah. No, but just watching the Mannings yeah. last night, Oof. getting so beside themselves, Gross. especially Peyton, who hates kickers. You know. So when the when the sports categories come up on Jeopardy, you're like, you're like, well, let's see. Yeah, let's see the collection. None of them even. They buzz may in. know uh, ancient Roman Tibet history, history yeah, or whatever. Right. But they ain't getting the sports no, questions, right? No, it's, he was number three from right. the Yankees, and nickname was Babe. Yeah. Who was Mickey Mantle? No. So so there was a question on Celebrity Jeopardy, which I, I felt like should have been a layup. Yeah. And it, it really, really wasn't. The 50 states for 300, please. In Field of Dreams, a question is asked. Iowa. Is this heaven? No. It's this Midwestern state, also known as the Corn State. Tori. What is Wisconsin? No. Candace. What is Nebraska? No. What is Iowa? Iowa. Iowa. Why isn't it a wind tunnel? Why were they blowing wind (laughs) at the Jeopardy contestants? Windy windy Jeopardy. Windy Jeopardy. It was in the elements. Yeah. It was outdoor Jeopardy. It's a a new (laughs) celebrities outdoors doing Jeopardy. Uh So Candace Parker was one of the contestants. Tori somebody. I don't know who the other one was. Spelling. I don't think it was Tori Spelling. It was not. I don't know any other Tories. I know, but it's not Tori Spelling. And then uh, comedian Patton Oswalt, who didn't say a word. He had his arms folded and didn't even hit his butt. How did he not know? He's out. Candace Parker grew up in Illinois. Close enough. That's on the border. To Iowa that she should should have known. And they even gave the extra clue, the corn state. Yeah. Like, you didn't have to do that. They could have just said... Not have, Is Iowa ever, the corn state, though? Yeah. Is, but why are the Nebraska the corn huskers, then? That, well, that's like stealing somebody else's identity. They're fighting over it. You say it they first. They ought to call LifeLock. You say it first, and you know it. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, Field of Dreams had a different resonance to me because it was right down the street, you know, where that movie was filmed right, and everything. And right. Dyersville, Iowa. So I feel like... But I feel like everybody knows that movie. Yeah, but you also have to also look at Josh. That that movie came out in 1989. You know, so Candace Parker was not born there. Everybody's seen it though. Haven't I, they? I I think so. But I, I'm amazed. No. BW, you not seen Field of Dreams? No, you never saw Field of Dreams, no. really. And I don't see movies. How did you never see Field of Dreams? It's Damn. one of the great movies of all time. But th- but that also is a lightning rod because there are some people that hate Field of Dreams 
But at least you know, hey, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Like, people say that all the time. Yeah. It, when you drive uh, into Iowa, it's on the sign. Welcome to Iowa, not heaven. Now, these are probably people who have never driven into well, Iowa. Well, that is true, too. Do that yeah, celebrity yeah. jeopardy. Yeah, Pat Oswald has never driven know, into Iowa. I don't know if they've stopped at the ID truck stop or not. But, you know, Candace Parker, Machine you think shed. she's ever driven into probably Iowa? Not. Probably not. Probably no, not. Probably Candace, not. maybe. She mm-hmm. grew up in Naperville, yeah, Illinois. Yeah, but that's not close Chicago to Chicago suburb, which is close enough. Yeah. Um, Again, I, 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 I tell like the story all, all, all the time when this happens. I There was a guy in Seguin, Texas, who they were celebrating his 80th birthday. He never left the county. I, I know. What? So I there are people that don't go anywhere. They don't, they don't go anywhere. Home, I feel like you know? you, I feel like they missed that one. Right? And I don't know who the Tory was, but, you know, she didn't understand it either. Yeah. I guess that it's Iowa. I don't know. Nebraska. She went with, which is not a bad guess when you say the corn state. But it's I mean, come on. It's a movie line like I'll be here. No, <laughs> no. Fuck. I'll be seeing you later. Yeah, no, no. I'll be yeah. seeing you soon. No, Famous, none of it. None famous of it. movie line. There's no place like Kansas. No, there's no place like away a bar. <laughs> there's no place like the Spearman Rhino in Las Vegas. No, it's home, home, yeah. home. Yeah. Mm. I just feel like it was a big miss. Okay. Yeah, I, I know. Right. I agree. I agree with you. And no, I personally did not see Shoeless Joe Jackson play. Oh, it you never didn't. Happened. It never happened. I thought maybe wow. you did. Yeah, never, I never. thought you were. Uh, there. Never got to that part. Uh, Fesco, Only you... men in their 50s that had a bad relationship with their father think Field of Dreams is a great movie. I'm in my 40s and have a wonderful relationship <laughs> with my father. So, yeah. Oh. Was it Tori Amos? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know any other Tories. I, I did not recognize who yeah. this celebrity was. But I, I, my favorite was was Patton Oswalt. He's like, I'm not jumping on this. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, how do you not know that? I mean, he's done like movies. It's and a great whatever. baseball movie. Uh, I feel like he would have gotten it, but yeah. I don't know. Is it, the the is it better than Sandlot? Is it better than Sandlot? Completely different than yeah, it's different. They're both really good they're movies. Both baseball, yeah. but not no, they're totally different. Totally different yeah. movies. Yeah, I, I don't think you could say is one better than the other. One's one's kind of a comedy coming of age movie. The other is yeah, I, I miss my dad movie. So I mean, I think they both pull at your heartstrings. Mm. Right. So it's a father son type movie. Oh God, yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. It says they've never been to the Corn Palace. Claim the Corn Palace is in South Dakota. Correct. Yeah. They would have answered that one wrong, too. <laughs> they would have gotten that one wrong, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, all these corn states are all the same. Famous movie lines. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a... Rip. No. Oh. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a free drink to anybody who Hoot. comes into this bar. Hoot. No, not hoot either. No, no, right. no. Jeez. If you build it, they will blank. Yeah, if you build it, they will... Leave? Charge you extra for using the yeah. lumber? Yeah, fight over the yeah. outfield. <laughs> <laughs> if you build it, there'll be a fight is yeah. really the correct answer to that one because they fought for a long time over the field. I, oh, think, God, one, yes. I think one place owns it now, but yeah. it was very contentious for a number of years. <laughs> was it Tory Hunter from the text line? Uh, no, it was no, not Tory no. Hunter. Nope, nope. One of my favorite all-time baseball players. I wanted the Royals to get him so bad back in the day. He was a free agent, ended up signing with Anaheim. I love watching Torrey Hunter play, man. Oh, my God, he was so good. The Corn Palace is not in Nebraska. Mitchell, it is in South, Mitchell Dakota. South Dakota. I've yeah. been there. Yeah. Yes, Mitchell, South Dakota. Yes. Maybe have another Corn Palace, but the Corn Palace, I believe, is always in South Dakota.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.